a bipartisan supported bill has been introduced in the U.S. House of Representatives that will amend Title 38 of the United States Code and allow for the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, or the VA, to reimburse veterans for the cost of emergency medical transportation to a federal facility and for other purposes. Today, we explore this new bill further on this edition of the QMC Board and Caller. Welcome. Welcome to the QMC Board and Caller, news and thought-provoking discussions for today's emergency medical service provider. The Board and Caller podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims, a national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's podcast, QMC's Director of Client Services, Gary Harvat. Labeled the VA Emergency Transportation Act, the proposed amendment would mandate the VA to pay for transports from non-VA facilities to VA facilities following stabilization of a veteran patient. In 1999, Congress passed legislation requiring the VA to reimburse medical expenses for treatment at private hospitals to the point of stabilization of the veteran patient, but neglected to include the cost of ambulance transfer as reimbursable. The act was introduced by U.S. Representatives Vicki Hartzell and Joe Cunningham, which is co-sponsored by a host of representatives from both sides of the aisle. Also endorsing the bill are several veteran organizations, including American Veterans, Vietnam Veterans of America, Disabled Veterans, Paralyzed Veterans of America, Reserve Officers Association, Military Officers Association, and many more. As it stands now, the VA can reimburse veterans for ambulance transportation to non-VA hospital facilities in an emergency situation. Likewise, because the scenario involves an emergency, the VA can cover the emergency treatment costs at those non-VA facilities. The coverage gap that this bill proposes to fill is the subsequent transport of the veteran patient who, following the emergency treatment, requires further treatment and or hospitalization. When these veteran patients require ambulance transportation to the VA medical facility, the VA is not obligated to pay, and this is where veterans wind up with hefty ambulance bills. The result of this is veteran patients are stuck with a quandary, either pay for ambulance transport to a VA facility or stay and pay out of pocket for inpatient treatment at the non-VA facility where they sought initial emergency care. Of course, the veteran seeks to be treated and or hospitalized at a VA facility due to the fact that they incur no out-of-pocket expense when inpatients at these facilities. Additionally, many of these veterans seek outpatient follow-up at these locations. Many, if not most of these patients, are surprised to learn that their transport from the sending non-VA facility to the VA facility is not reimbursable from the VA, and this is where the tension begins. Ground ambulance charges certainly can be a surprise. However, air ambulance transports are an even greater burden for the veteran as the cost to provide that service is much more expensive. The mere fact that this bill is so bipartisan in nature provides hope that the act will eventually pass as introduced. At this point, the bill is very young and must first pass through committee review before we'll ever see the House floor for passage. 
However, it's encouraging to see both sides of the aisle agree on the matter in support of our nation's veteran service members. Sherman Gillums, AMVET's Chief Advocacy Officer, had this to say about the bill when introduced. I quote, It is easy to overlook the importance of the remedy that the VA Emergency Transportation Act offers, unless you happen to be a veteran who needed emergency services and was forced to rely on ambulance transportation from a community emergency department to a VA facility for ongoing treatment. The fear of getting hit with a hefty ambulance expense after the fact has proven to be a deterrent to seeking timely emergency care for too many veterans. This bill, if passed, would most assuredly change that, unquote. When introducing the measure, co-sponsor Congressman Hartzler explained her reasoning for crafting the act. In 1989, Congress created a safety net to ensure that the most vulnerable veterans weren't left holding the bill for emergency care that could leave them in financial ruin. This bill repairs a hole in that safety net and has too often resulted in veterans and community health providers being liable for costly transport to a VA hospital, a necessity for veterans unless they want to pay out of pocket for their medical costs. I'm proud to introduce this common sense reform that will enhance the protection we provide to veterans who need it most. Those of us who monitor and focus on the ambulance industry know how very cumbersome interacting with the VA can be. It's really a science all of its own, so we cheer any such remedy when introduced. This measure will ease some of the tension when interacting with the VA to ensure that both the ambulance agency is properly reimbursed without placing an undue out-of-pocket financial burden on the veteran patient. In our estimation, this act is a win-win for both sides. Thank you for taking time to let me update you on this bill that's working its way through Congress. I hope you found the information informative and we'll be sure to update you as more information comes available. For now, thanks for joining us. Have a great day, folks, and hey, be safe out there.